So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? All right, all right, all right, all right. We're going to cut the intro short because if you listen to what I posted right before this, we spent a lot of time doing a raffle. Hopefully, I edit it down to like 20 minutes or something. I'm going to try my best. Uh, <laughs> and I'm, and I, it'll be labeled that it's a raffle, so you don't have to listen to that. So if you're listening to this part first, welcome to Moped Money Podcast, episode 201. The other episode is 201 the voicemail raffle where you can hear lots of voicemails from some of your friends in the moped community some are good some are bad and see who won some of those prizes uh again dude like shout out to treatland.tv shout out to dose cycles shout out to moped seat dude shout out to moped rich all of you guys for hooking it up for the raffle uh for episode 200 i i feel like we did something fun and we accomplished some goals and some people are going home with some awesome prizes, dude. So, hell yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's get into it straight up. We got Craig on the podcast tonight. Say what's up, man. What's up? What's up? Dude, thank you for hanging out and suffering through the voicemails with me. He, uh, he's, he's a trooper, dude, for sure. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome, and some of them are indeed terrible. <laughs> <laughs> some of them that really stand out is like, you know, long pauses where you forget to even say your name. Uh <laughs> <laughs> you know hearing about some wrecks some great stuff dude great content dude check it out great stuff. yeah great stuff um god it's awesome so yeah let's let's get into it dude so bro why don't you tell everyone what's up tell everyone who you are where you're from in the name of your club like like i said a long time ago one of the reasons we do this podcast is to like you know shine a light on our community because there isn't a lot of content you know being built or made like around what we're all kind of into mm-hmm. and another one of the things i wanted to do is like you know kind of show the history of mopeds and like you know highlight like old clubs and old things that happen great you know if you have an awesome story that happened back in the day from some wild stuff like oh like so-and-so wrecked his moped into a lobby of a hotel and you know demanded the their finest room like that was a great story i laughed laugh my ass off i'll never forget it but <laughs> you know if if you have a great story let me hear it call me let me know like open money podcast at gmail.com like come be on the show and if you're a new club and you're young like some of the new clubs are out there like let's go come on the show. I want everyone else to hear about who you are and how you guys got into the mopeds. Cause that's, that's what makes us all kind of the same. Like these little bikes and there's no way people should be into them. <laughs> it's like, it's so random. And, and so many of us are like so deeply like immersed into like this culture. It's funny. <laughs> so tell everyone who you are, where you're from and name of your club. And yeah, we'll start there. Yeah, so my name's Craig. I'm from Edinburgh, PA, currently Edinburgh, Pennsylvania, just a little bit 15 minutes south of Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, grew up around Jamestown, New York area, a little town called Frewsburg, another place that's pretty uh, moped blank right now. And uh, the name of our club is Borough Mopeds, B-O-R-O Mopeds, because pretty much everything here in Edinburgh is like borough related. Nice. So Borough Mopeds. I like it. And you know, it's cool. I saw, saw the post on MA and I was like, dude, who's, who is this? Cause mm-hmm. whenever people think about Pennsylvania, 
I feel like the first club we think about is Legion because Legion's been holding down Pennsylvania for a very long time. There was a mm-hmm. club before them, but you know we won't get into that. And then, and then we have uh, the Cat Club, you know, down there in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. So we're just like Mopit, you know, little kitty club, and we're just like, dude, like that's what I think of when I think of Pennsylvania. And then recently, in the last like you know, I think year or two, I also kind of think of a uh, Vintage Valley. Or mm-hmm. Valley Vintage, uh, Valley no, Vintage, yeah, yeah, Valley Vintage mopeds because it's like that epic moped shop that I keep bringing up all the time, and like mm-hmm. they're building like a whole odd community of their own down there, and I and I love to see like the the scenes that pop up that are their own, like I feel like that the club and I meant the the moped community built around that shop is kind of its own thing because they're not mm-hmm. like you haven't seen them at rallies. You haven't seen them at like moped ride outs and events. And like, they're not like, you know, I don't see them on MA and all these other things. I'm like, but they're like doing really cool shit. So I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. So have you been down there to see their place yet? Or I'm um, dying to dude. I have not. Oh. And I want to go, but I think I'm going to try to figure it out. Maybe, maybe this winter, dude, like I love to like take, cause I have like the mobile shit to take my studio stuff with me. And I'll be like, mm-hmm. I'd love to like go down there and like do something like in their shop and like film it and like, you know, make a, make a video of like traveling there and like going on a ride and just like kind of make like a little short, you know, footage film thing out of it for YouTube or something. It is fantastic down there. My fiance and I went over the, this last summer and it is, Whew, the first thing I, I like remember about it was the smell, just like mm. vintage two stroke mopeds. They're leaking oil all over like really <laughs> nice hardwood floor. Oh, it was fantastic. So you guys down at Valley Vintage, like you guys are doing it right. Like definitely what I would call doing it right. Like a lot of times, like when people think of moped shops, it's like cool. Like the one dude from our club, like, has like this garage is in this dirty alley and like he kind of slings bikes out of it, you know, like <laughs> he doesn't, have, he doesn't have any set hours. And like, that's what most people think about when it's like, Oh yeah, there's a moped shop. Like, you know, like, uh, it's, it sucks. But then you think of places like Ed's moped shop, moped in Chicago, um, the shop in Seattle, like, you know, mm-hmm. magic touch. I'm like, these places are legit. Like you see them and you're, and they're like, Man, this is an actual shop. Like Detroit Motor Works, like this is an actual shop. Like mm-hmm. this is a storefront. You guys are doing it crazy. But like Valley Vintage, uh, Vintage Valley Vintage. God, dude, it's Valley so hard. Vintage. That's right. A little tongue twister, bro. <laughs> but like when I when I see that shop, especially when you see their pictures of it on the internet, I know it doesn't do it justice, like as it would in person. But it's oh, like yeah. beautiful storefront, like signage. Like it looks so legit. Like mm-hmm. it looks like it's like a le- like an actual branded like motorcycle shop or something. I feel like I feel like I'm going to Cycle Gear. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the kind of feeling I get looking at it. And it's like to me, it's like I think it's the that's like a, the dream of if I could, if I could have a shop like that that was also like the clubhouse slash hangout for your moped community. It's like, dude, you got the pool table in the back. You got the wiffle ball, foosball, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You got you know, some couches and a television. Like when I, when I think of like a legit shop, I think of like when I was a kid and I think of like, um, like a skate shop. Like mm-hmm. I remember just being like 16, 15 years old. And like me and my buddies just go to the skate shop and we're just sitting in the corner on the couch, watching skate videos, hanging out, you know, seeing all the, all the skate decks and all the parts you could get and the accessories and the shirts and the, you know, like having that, 
as a moped shop would be so sick. Oh yeah. See, when we were down there too, they, they took us a step further. Cause you know, I expected, you know, walk around and you know, you look at bikes and you touch them a little, you know, stuff like that. And they were like, Hey man, come with me. I was like, Oh, okay. You know, I was just some, some guy that rolled in, you know, mm-hmm. I'm into mopeds, you know, They're like, Hey man, come with me. They showed me their, their workshop out back. They had a bike up on the table or up on the lift. And they're like, check this out. We stood at the top of the stairs and not too many people get to see it. They have a basement with probably twice as many bikes downstairs. Damn. So, I mean, they, they have a heck of a haul there and they were just fantastic, fantastic people. Hell yeah. And they're still at it, dude. They're still, I still see them picking up bikes, you know? Mm-hmm. They oh yeah. Like, it's all that little they're like, dude, yep, we made a trip. We picked up another stack of mopeds. Oh yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. It's sick. I love it. I can't wait to go. Oh yeah. I think you'll like it. Yeah, I'm gonna drool in a little bit for sure. <laughs> so you're from New York, and what what brought you to PA? Like how like when did you move to Pennsylvania? Uh, went to school here in Edinburgh. Went to college here in Edinburgh. Um, chose Edinburgh to play football here. I was a kicker. Nice. Um, and then just kind of stuck around after I graduated. I work in a, a little gun store here in Edinburgh, and and I fix vintage mopeds. <laughs> Hell yeah! Dude. So yeah, dude, kicker, bro. The route less taken. I like it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like I I uh, I led the state uh, New York State in high school the New York State Athletic Association I re- I led them in in tackles my senior year as just the kicker I had seven <laughs> tackles so, you, know, you kick the ball off and you see you know, all these guys scatter the red sea parts you know and there's the guy with the ball so I was like am I gonna wait for him to come to me or am I gonna go tackle him twenty yards up so I just was like I'm gonna go hit him hell yeah dude so it was a good the, time put the pads on him son. <laughs> head up that's right <laughs> hell yeah dude um so you made it to college and you stuck around like mm-hmm. what kind of got you in the mopeds was it like a form of transportation while you were at school or were you into them before you got to pennsylvania it was kind of funny i i got my first bike in 2018 um before i moved to moved here officially i was going to college here but i was still kind of driving back and forth you know weekends and stuff um I, f- I discovered these little these little two stroke oil burners because uh, my mom told me that I couldn't get a motorcycle because I wanted a motorcycle. And I said, "Well, you know, I could try strapping like an engine to a bicycle or something like that." But I was like, "Wait a sec, what are these?" So I drove nine hours round trip to Chesapeake Beach, Maryland, to pick up my first bike, the '76 Maxi Nostalgia. That I still have, and the rest is history. I just kind of fell in love with them. I do have a motorcycle, but uh, mopeds hit so much so different, dude. I feel that 100. percent Like I have a mm-hmm. DR, I have a DRZ. Like it's it's only a 400, but like you can take it on the highway at 100 if you oh, yeah. want, if you wanted to. Like I can, you know, travel and go do stuff on that, but. This whole summer, like I've ridden my dirt bike. I mean, I've ridden my like motorcycle, dirt bike, dual sport twice. Mm-hmm. I've I've left my neighborhood on it twice all summer. Like I've ridden my moped, my because I'm in right. a, I'm in a small city and my moped's more fun. I can, mm-hmm. I can totally get on it. I can park it on the sidewalk. I can like cut up and like go in the trails and in the woods and like do stuff that's kind of sketchy that like if I got pulled over doing on a dirt bike, I'd be like, uh, sorry, officer, don't take my bike. Yeah. But on a moped, <laughs> I could be like, Oh, I have pedals, sir. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do yeah. that. It's a bicycle. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. What do you I've mean? Got a little Yamaha, <laughs> I've got a little Yamaha 225 and it works like for around town. So if I, I have put it on the highway a couple times, so I am the crazy guys with two twenty fives and two fifties who ride on the highway. Yeah. That's me. Um, but you know, it's interesting cause my, I have a 1978, um, 
Newport L, Puka Newport L that's got a 70cc cannon in the works that I'm hitting 57 miles an hour with. Yeah. So I can either do 57 on the Puka or I can do 65 on my motorcycle. So they're the same. <laughs> they feel about the same. <laughs> about the same. Yeah, dude. So you fell in love with the mopeds, dude. What kind of like, what, what kind of, like, how did you find the bike in the scene and everything? Like, you found it on no and picked it up. Like, what made you, like, get this bike, you know? Yeah, I thought on face, I'm from a marketplace. And actually, it's kind of funny. So, like I said, I bought the bike in 2018, but the guy I bought it from, he lives in you know, Maryland, which is, you know, what, eight, eight and a half hours from me. And uh, he he still reaches out to me every every other month, like, hey, man, you know, you're doing good and stuff. But, yeah, I found him on Facebook Marketplace, and he's like, I have, you know, a Tomos, like a Tomos Sprint. And then I have this, this old pook that like needs, needs work and stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll take the pook. How much you want for the pook? And I'm like getting ready, you know, mm-hmm. like, ah, you know, it's going to be a few hundred bucks or something like that. Five, 600 bucks. He's like, I know you got a heck of a drive out to me. You know, if you come out to me, how's a hundred bucks? No, it's sold. Hell yeah. So yeah, I drove out there and picked it up and then I like busted myself on it. The first like 14 minutes that I was touching it because I went to start it and he didn't tell me that he welded the right side pedal back on. So I was pedaling to start it and the pedal broke off and I drove my ankle bone into concrete. Oh. So I ended up like, <laughs> like, like getting angry at it and like kicking it over. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, that, uh, that bike really started just riding that around. And I mean, it's hilly around my, my hometown around Frewsburg, New York. And, mm-hmm. you know, there's something about just riding it and then, you know, going slow up a hill and then ripping down some big hill. It's just, it's always stuck with me. And that's what I tell people, you know, it's, you can get a motorcycle, you can get some, you can get some 850, you can get some 1,000cc bike, but nothing, nothing compares to sitting on that, that two-stroke just screaming on, on flat ground. Yeah, They're fantastic. And like that feeling of giving the bike everything it has is like, that's a cool feeling. It's like you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're riding like, the. I think, I don't know if we talked about it or Second Chance talked about it, but it's like, there's like a thing where like, you know, the capability of the bike and the capability of the rider and you want to be able to like have more capability than the bike, like having a thousand CC bike that I know I can barely touch the throttle on or else I'll die. Like, isn't a comfortable feeling. No, not fun. <laughs> like, not fun. it's not like the, you get the adrenaline, you get the rush or whatever, but like knowing that, like if you ever decided to really get on it, you might fuck up like is a bad feeling. But when you're yeah. on a moped, no matter how much you do to it, I know at all times I can give it hell and rip as hard as I want. And I'm the one who's in control. Like I, I have my eye on the ball, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I love it. So you had that first bike. Like, was it, was it completely stock? Was it running when you got it? Um, it was sort of, it needed up jetted. Uh, he put like an aftermarket exhaust on it. Some God, I can't remember what it was. Some pipe. I can't remember what it was. It was, oh, it was the jammy pipe, the poop jammy pipe. Mm-hmm. Um, so he put that on and he didn't up jet it. He's like, I don't know what's wrong with it. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I'll figure it out. So I was like, oh, it needs up jetted. You know, after some looking, so I put new jet in it and I was ripping it like 35, which is a 1.5 horsepower model. So I was like, awesome. Ripping around. And then it like stopped working. I rode it like that, that winter, which brings me to the rally. We're riding in the winter. Mm-hmm. Um, I rode the whole winter. And, uh, and then that summer, like when the weather changed, it busted. And I was like, yo, let's rebuild it. Let's, let's redo it. So I did it. I spent the time rebuilding it and stuff. And then I forgot about the engine outside on my parents, like a garage table outside. (laughs) 
And I was like, well, you know, no problem. It's an aluminum, you know, it's aluminum. It's just the bottom end. Everything was in case, you know, whatever. Well, I came back out like three days later because I finally remembered it. Some jokester walked up and stole it what? off my parents' property. So, like, I did, I lost the engine for it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> it was crazy. So, what made you like decide that you could just dive into it, like, and fix it in the first place? Had, had you kind of seen open army? Or were you had any background working on motors? Yeah, my, my dad and I worked on small engines a lot, let alone mowers and stuff, go-karts and stuff. My parents live out in the middle of nowhere, so, you know, we were we were building up go-karts, and I was building turbo lawnmowers and stuff to try to, you know, mow the lawn at twice the speed and stuff. <laughs> and so I was like, you know, I watched a couple of videos. I was like, I can definitely do this. And and I did it. I completed it. But then, you know, somebody jacked it. Damn. So what so. you do about sourcing a new one, or do you just buy another bike? <laughs> You know, I was all angry. I, I took it out. I like wheeled it out back. I grabbed the frame, wheeled it out back, and uh, I put it in the weeds. And it sat there forever, like forever. <laughs> and I bought like a 76 Gorelli Grand Sport, and I worked on that. Nice. And then like very recently, like very recently, like I'm talking in the last like six months, I was like, you know what? I want that back. So I sourced you know, a new bottom end, an E50 bottom end, and well, it's sitting apart in pieces on my table right now. Hell yeah! What'd you pay for the bottom yeah. end? Like a uh, hundred bucks? Uh, I was like fifty. No, I was like a hundred bucks. But they sent me a bunch of stuff, like four or five, like roached out heads or like cylinders, like five or six heads, like a box of just stuff. I have probably sixteen like staters laying around now. Hell yeah! So they they took care of me. They were good. No, that's legit. I remember like uh, I've seen homies pay like a hundred dollars just for like cases you know like oh i need new cases mm-hmm. and you know pay 180 hundred dollars on cases and i'm like you know so getting a whole bottom in with like some nicks and acts little, you know, little pieces of this and that like for a hundred dollars a great deal like, yeah it was definitely worth it I, I like recently i just like made started making a, like a scrap pile behind my house because i'm just like dude i don't want to ship any of this <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> all these like stock cylinders and like like extra parts just like piling up in my garage and was like dude i need space i'd rather have space <laughs> right i totally get that see i'm in an apartment too so i don't have a garage oh, so i'm outside in the parking lot working on stuff and then i bring it upstairs up three flights of stairs mm. put it on my table tear it apart and bring it all the way back down no, nostalgia dude you're taking me back <laughs> that's right <laughs> yeah there's like uh like i said like we we had like we used to have a big group shop in richmond and you know, we had a couple, we moved a couple locations and that was always great. And then, but then we didn't have a group shop and we kind of had to scatter. And so we were just like wrenching other houses, you know, old school style on the sidewalk mm-hmm. and like, oh, yeah. or you found like a little individual garage. So they're like, it's funny. And there's like a couple of random garages here that like, it'll be behind someone's house, but like they don't own the. Like they rent the house, but they don't own the garage. Like the garage yeah. is rented separately. The because the landlord's like, "Oh, I can make more money off this garage." Like you know. Yeah, nah, it's good though. You know, Edinburgh is a good little town. Yeah, I trust my bikes out there, which is kind of nice. Yeah. So, how many bikes are you up to now? Um, four and a half. Um, my friend just picked up another one. Um, from down, he lives down near Pittsburgh, uh, just, just north of Pittsburgh. And he picked up one just south of Pittsburgh for me for 50 whole dollars. Mm. Um, so they're out there. You just got to find them. But, uh, that's, that's, uh, yeah, four and a half. I've got like a loose frame laying around. Yeah. 
the deals are out there if you if you're hunting. You gotta be looking all the time. Are you are you, yeah. are you like always on the hunt for another bike? Mm-hmm. Or have you, oh are you yeah. Kind of like found a settle settled down. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard. To no. <laughs> always on the hunt. Always on the hunt. More and more and more. The only two searches, like the only searches on my um, Facebook Marketplace, like search are like moped stuff. So it's just Pook Tomos anything. Yeah. Sometimes it uh, helps. I know, especially when we're using Craigslist all the time, like we'd put in years. Sometimes that was like mm-hmm. a, a cheat code because like sometimes people put in year, but they like forget moped or they put scooter or something, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, well let's start at 1977 and work our way up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I found a couple like that. Um, stumbled onto a couple. I found one in Erie on the side of the road with the trash. And I was like, yo, can I have this? And he's like, yeah, I don't know what it is, but you can have it. I was like, okay. Oh yeah. I feel like that you're in a town where like, you know, they, they might, people just might be getting rid of them and you might be able to be the, mm-hmm. the guy who puts up the ad, like we'll remove free, like we'll remove bike for you for free. You know, mm-hmm. I'll oh, yeah. collect, I'll collect your old vintage moped trash for free. <laughs> old vintage moped trash. You? <laughs> dude, then you'll like your, your apartment's going to be like swarmed. You're going to have to find a spot, dude. <laughs> I have like a, so we have like a separate bedroom with my fiance and I, you know, have one bedroom, there's a separate bedroom. I've pretty much taken over the whole thing with like the mopeds and like my other hobbies. So like between the disc golf and the guns and the mopeds, like it's pretty much I'm everywhere. Yeah. Hell yeah. So uh, yeah. what made you guys decide to start a club? See, what's funny is we um, were real small, real small. Um, I got my buddy into, into him before he moved down to Pittsburgh. He lives like North of Pittsburgh. So How far is he Pittsburgh? has maybe an hour and a half, okay. like deep, like inner city, like center of the city, Pittsburgh, hour and a half. He's probably 45, 50 minutes. Yeah. Um, but his family lives up here still. And he comes up, you know, see me and fish and stuff like that. And he keeps the bike here. We'll ride. Um, so there's like two or three of us. And I was like, yo, like if I'm going to start, really like marketing because i try you know i've tried the the whole hey um you know looking for people in your epa around your epa in crawford county you know you know which is next county down you know if you if you have mopeds or scooters even or like you you know you strapped a you know a bicycle engine to a bike like come out and ride with us nothing 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 just getting nothing i found one guy he's cool um but he you know he's more into bigger bikes um he has a hobbit but you know um, nothing, nothing, just nothing. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make like a club and yeah, it's only like two or three of us. It's like me and my buddy. And then it's a couple of buddies from work who, you know, get on a little ride with us a couple of times. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start, I'm going to start like marketing it like a club. I'm going to be like, okay. Um, you know, Hey, we're borough mopeds. We do these rides. We're doing these events, like get a hold of me. And if you even ride like some thousand CC bike at 35 miles an hour with the rest of us, like you can come <laughs> ride with us. <laughs> so and I've had a lot more success with that. Um, a lot of, a lot of people who there's interestingly, there's a huge culture of motorized bicycle building in downtown Erie. Nice. Uh, and a lot of the guys are like, yo, I'll come ride with you. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we put little things together and, you know, I'll go out and, you know, help them the best I can. Cause I don't know anything about those. <laughs> so, you know, they'll get on a vintage moped and they'll ride and stuff, but much better, like much more well-received doing it like marketing it that way then you know hey anyone in erie that can you know that wants yeah. to do this with me and it helps make it like more visible it's like cool like yeah. brand recognition is a thing guys it's real you know so 
Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. They see it and you see it over and over again. And you're like, oh, okay. Like it finally clicks for someone after you see it a couple of times. And like, it's cool that you guys found like, uh, you know, the little Baltimore bike people. Cause like they're already into riding. It might be super easy to convert them into mopeds too. It's like, yeah. Oh, you get yeah. A, a moped rip in and you're like, Hey, here, ride this. Like, you know, get, give them a small rider on the block. And they're like, uh, this feels more stable than my bicycle thing. Like, <laughs> and, you know, it's but fun. yeah, we have like a, we have, we have like a patch that I made, I made a back patch for it and everything. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's on, uh, it's on our Facebook page. Yeah. So like clad and all that. Yeah. Um, but that is, uh, i you know, I'll go for like a ride on my big, my big motorcycle. I'll wear that vest and people, you know, I'll stop people and be like, what's that? You know, I don't know. I'll explain them. You know, hey, join our Facebook page and you'll, Facebook group, you come out and ride with us, and we got extra bikes. And I have a couple people who showed up, you know, just to check us out. You know, they don't ride or anything, but they just come to check us out. Yeah, dude. Which, you know, hey, that's a win. We're having a cookout, dude. Here, ride that loner around the block. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Next thing you know, they're hooked. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's how I got into it. Yeah. So that's sick, yeah. dude. Um, and like a lot of clubs, like even like I remember, even like there were moped army official clubs that only had four or five members. Like sometimes. <laughs> Like it doesn't take a lot of people to like get the, get, get the ball rolling and be consistent. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what, you know, we've, we've only been around for a little while, like officially, but uh, you know, we're building it. We're working all the time. I'm a friend who's, who's coming up from, uh, from North of Pittsburgh every so often. He's got a couple buddies that he works with that are interested in it. So you try to get some good, uh, good rides put together, yeah. have some fun. Yeah. What uh, what made you guys uh, decide to throw a ride, and how'd you find out about Moped Army? Well, I've known about Moped Army for a while. I've been part of the the, the like community, like as a lurker for a long time. Um, but the ride thing was kind of uh, an idea of mine and Andrew's from Resto Cycles. Which side note, Andrew is from Edinburgh too. He grew up in this area, and I missed him. He moved up to Boston, New York like right around when I started college, like right before I got into mopeds. Mm-hmm. So he moved up there and then I came down here. Um, so we like just missed each other, but he's from this area, which is kind of cool. Um, but we were like, Hey, what if we did like a ride from Sarah's down on the peninsula, you know, ride the peninsula, do some other stuff. And I was like, well, Hey, why don't we make it like kind of like a mini rally? Like, yeah, it's a ride, but we're going to, there's going to be more terrorizing than, than just a ride. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, so that's kind of what I learned from the, the one and only rally I've been to, uh, the black pipes rally I went to this year, shout out to black pipes. You guys rock. Um, just, there's a lot of good like terrorization going on. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to buzz around Erie. Uh, we're going to spend some time in the peninsula and make it cool. But, um, we haven't done too many like group rides in the city yet. And I think that's going to be a good marketing tactic for our club and try to get some more people. Yeah. Like being visible is like, that's the number one thing you want to start a Mopic club. You want people to ride. You're trying to get your scene like growing, like being seen in like your town or your area is like kind of what you got to do. You got to mm-hmm. go ride the bar bikes. You got to stop at the restaurants and the bars. So people can be like, Oh, look at these little bikes and mm-hmm. you got to keep doing it. And then you got to like sell bikes. It's hard to like say that sometimes like, ah, oh, like, Selling bikes and getting rid getting rid of your mopeds is a way to get more people into mopeds. I'm like, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, if you're that hoarding, Gorelli that I you're hoarding that Gorelli bikes. that I had. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That Gorelli that I had, I sold to my buddy, and that's how I get rid of it. But three hundred bucks, and then he was hooked, and now he's got three or four of them. Yeah, it's like if you like if you hoard is. them all, and 
and you don't let someone else have it, you'll never have other people to ride with. That's right. It's like it's counterproductive. That's right. <laughs> it's like, ah, oh, yeah. yes, so if you're I have listening all to these this, bikes. <laughs> so if you're listening to this, give me all your mopeds. <laughs> For cheap, so he can like sell them to others, so he can grow this random spot in Pennsylvania. Yeah, that's right. Rando spot in Pennsylvania. It's cool, though. It's a real small town up here, college town, you know, and you know, I've, I've posted a, a a little a little blurb out on our like our neighbors page the other day. I was like, "Hey, I'm the guy with the vintage mopeds," and they're like, "Oh yeah, man, I've seen you around. Those things are sweet." So, I was kind of hoping, you know, hey, get some awareness out of what the bikes are. Maybe people stop chasing me off the road <laughs> and uh, and you know just kind of get the word out. Maybe get more people who might be interested in. It. Yeah, dude, college kids are great too because like you know, oh man, you want to get around town? Like you're, you're here for school? Like here? Like mm-hmm. get a get a moped. Your parents will give you three hundred dollars. Yeah. You got this. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. So how was Black Pipes? That was, that was your first rally ever, huh? Yeah, that was my first rally. Um, it was cool. I uh, I, I shoved my uh, 78 Newport um, into the back of my uh, 2014 Kia Soul, and I drove all the way up to Cleveland, which is about an hour and a half. So Pittsburgh and Cleveland are the same distance for me, about an hour and a half. So it's a cool place to live. It's pretty centrally located. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. There's also um, a positive reason to live on the East Coast for uh, anyone out there. You guys want to move to the East Coast. Uh, there's always things reasonably close to you to go ride at. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, see, I rode out there, or I you know, drove out there like after work, and I uh, made it in time for the night ride. And the night ride was fantastic, but I love, I love it. Cause everyone was so per, like perplexed. They were like, you're here by yourself. Like are you with a club or anything? I was like, nah, man, like I'm, I'm just here. Like my, my friend moved away. Like it's just me. Like it's before, like I officially started things, like had a name to, you know, what I was doing here in, in Edinburgh. And, uh, they were like, Oh yeah, you came out here by yourself. And I was like, yeah, man, I just, I wanted to come ride. I wanted to come experience a rally. And they, you know, immediately brought me and took me in. I just had a great time. So, Mopeds, the best friends we'll ever make. <laughs> really? So it was a good time. So, Black Pipes, you did it right. Thank you for letting me in and showing me a good time. What were, like, some of your takeaways from, like, seeing it that make you be like, oh, cool, like, that's something I would like to do? Uh, the night ride, for sure. Night ride was fantastic. That's kind of what I was really excited for. Um, I had to make it there for the night ride. Um, but I, I will say that I, I will never forget, like, how – much i grabbed the brake levers <laughs> just rip it around the streets of cleveland in the big group i like i burned a whole entire like brand new rear brake shoe set like just grabbing the brakes grabbing the brakes grabbing the brakes but it was fun it was just it was something else hell yeah dude that's <laughs> sick like i love it here because it's been like it's been like a long time since i was like god that was my first like you know my first rally i mean like damn like you kind of forget what it's like. I feel like every time you go to one, cause like, especially because of the way the culture is and the way our scene is, there's not, there's months where nothing really happens, you know, mm-hmm. like that's why it's cool. That you guys are doing something this late. Like November is pretty late. Like there was like uh for, you know, a couple of years and I think still like mono down there in new Orleans would do like a really late, rally there was there was always like october or something and it'd be like it was like the latest rally of the year besides like chad burke's building gather it'd be like damn like you can go to a rally in the south and it's still warm in october like that's sick and then like (laughs) nothing would happen until like february or something when the rebels would do like their ride and chatter and that was like we'd rally in richmond but there'd be like snow on the ground you know it's like all right come ride with us but it will be cold like (laughs) 
Yeah. I think it'd be good though. You know, I, uh, two strokes run better in the cold and, uh, I mean, I ride my bikes year round, so you might as well too. Yeah. Yeah. Like what made you decide to do it in November? Well, I, I don't know. Just kind of the drive to get to like do one. I was like, man, I don't know if I can wait till it gets warmer. I just, I just want to do one, you know, just get one, get one going. Mm-hmm. I'm a natural planner. I, I like planning things and running events and stuff. It's something that I do at, at work and with my other hobbies and stuff. Um, so I'm a natural planner. So I was like, you know what? I, I think I can bang one of these out, you know, at least show some people a good time. Even if we only get like 10 or 15 people, you know, at least have a good time and get one under my belt. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I can wait till, you know, March, April, May, until it starts warming up a little. Cause I mean, it could still be snowy then. I don't know. So you know what? It's probably not going to snow. Yeah. It's going to be chilly, but like, let's just go around and rip around Erie for a little while. It'll be fun time. Sick. Well, I'm pumped dude. Like, I think I'm going yeah. to try to come out. Like, I think I told a couple people here, like, yo, there's like this ride going down in Pennsylvania. Like there's nothing been happening for a while. Let's get it. <laughs> yeah. It should be a good time. Cool. You guys, like, you have a ride planned already? Are you still trying to figure out some details? You kind of want to um, break, break down the event and like what's going to be happening for everyone. Yeah, I um. So essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to meet at Sarah's uh, down in the peninsula, just past Waldemere Park. Um, Sarah's is cool. It's like an old fashioned, like fifties diner kind of jobby, but they're closed through the year. They're only open, you know, during the warm months. <laughs> so we're going to meet there. You know, we're get stuff ready kind of where central is going to be. It's where we're going to make food. It's where we're going to do, you know, do some fun stuff. We'll leave. We'll go rip through the city. I have a plan, like a route through the city that touches some like really good, like eerie landmarks. Like we're going to go through Perry square and we're going to look at the, you ever seen like the bicentennial tower on the water. Like we're going to go through there. Um, we're going to see some other cool places and experience true Pennsylvania drivers in November. So get ready for that. <laughs> um, um, and then we're going to come back we're going to get some food. We're going to, you know, fix what we need to fix if, if anything needs to be. Um, I have a couple uh, surprise events planned that I don't have it set in stone yet. They're a surprise to me too, because I'm not sure what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, you know, as it kind of starts getting dark, cause it gets dark at like seven now, you know, around here. And uh, we're going to, you know, as, as the sun starts to set, we're going to go out onto the peninsula again and we're going to, take some sunset pictures and we're just gonna, you know, we're gonna ride around and then pack it up after that. Erie PA is known for their, their gorgeous sunset sunsets. Um, yeah, it's because the air is so polluted, but Hey, still gorgeous. <laughs> want to take advantage of that. <laughs> Get these vibrant oranges and purples guys. It's going to be yep. great. Yep. That's right. Thank you. Erie PA air pollution, but Hey, <laughs> we'll take it. Dude, so, but it should be a fun time. Just kind of low key go out you know, get people seeing those bikes, seeing those things and try to, you know, try to increase that awareness and, and have some fun, you know? Sick. Is there like a good, like a Airbnb, like, like, you know, mix in your town? Yeah. There's lots of Airbnbs in here. Some of them are sketchy. You got to be careful. Some of them are like really sketchy, but uh, there's some good like motels and stuff. Erie's on like a, like a rise and turns there like a cool like renaissance thing here they're doing in Erie with arts and music so a lot of the even hotels and just regular businesses are all spruced up and they're really nice so good so, hotels good Airbnbs some good people live in this city oh yeah dude so for you guys who know like this is it man uh, the micro rally is what the thread is on MA so check it out it's on the general it's in the general discussion forum 
uh, Resto Cycles, Burrow Mopeds, Collab Ride happening November 19th. So let's hit the hit the MA page, man. Hit the hit the hit the thread. And if you'd like to go, let's try to like, I don't know, you know, get an Airbnbs or close together. Maybe everyone stay at the same hotel. If you're trying to come in, we get a little like hotel party pop in. Who knows? Who knows yeah. what, we can, what we can make happen, dude. For but, sure. We have a registration page too, but the link's on MA. You guys can find it. Yeah. Check it out. Check it out. Like, uh, I'm calling out, I'm calling out, dude. Mopit. Like you guys are close. Zeros. You guys are close. Black pipes. Like the whole like Ohio crew, like everyone's close in Ohio, like Richmond, like Legion. Let's go, dude. Let's, I'm going to, there's a small club, like, you know, and there's some Jersey clubs or some Delaware clubs. Like we can, I think we can get a good turnout, man. Yeah. I think it should be good. Let's go freeze, our, freeze our balls off together, man. We're good gloves. Yeah. Don't forget your long johns. <laughs> I'll have hand warmers. It'll be good. Someone, someone bring the fire pit, <laughs> you know, give me an excuse to buy a fire pit. <laughs> That's right. Like one, one of the things too, one of the things too, if you come bring a dish to pass, we're going to have a big potluck. It's going to be a good time. Oh, hell yeah. That'd be sick. That'd be good. Dude, I'm pumped, man. Like, uh, yeah. so what are your, what are your plans for mopeds next year? I think I'm going to try to have like a summer rally because Presque Isle and Erie are gorgeous in the summer. But I think, you know, I, you know, I live in Edinburgh. I'm in Edinburgh. I want to do another ride through Edinburgh because it's gorgeous down here. We have a nice big lake in town. I'm just going to keep finding them and fixing them and ripping on them and breaking them and fixing them again. And, you know, just keep doing what I'm doing, you know, keep trying to find people who are interested in it and seeing if, you know, trying to make people interested in it, whether they like it or not. Oh yeah. Any, uh, <laughs> any like rides or cities you'd like to get out to? Yeah, I, d- I do. Um, there's, I- I'd like to get to more rallies in general, but I will say, I love you far, uh, far groups, but like, I'm not driving to Seattle, Washington. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a Seahawks fan, 110%, but like, I'm not driving to Seattle to ride. I'm sorry. You gotta get that loaner, but, uh, dude. Fly in. <laughs> I, that's, that'd be the goal. But uh, I definitely want to get down to, like, the Buzzards. Buzzards sent me a really great rally pack that I paid for uh, right before they did their last rally. I want to, I want to ride with them. And I want to get down and ride in the, uh, the, uh, the Krampus Knocked Parade in, uh, in Pittsburgh. Moped does, uh, does a little event usually every year for their Krampus Knocked Parade. Um, yeah. So ride, ride through the city in December in Pittsburgh. Nice. So it should be good. Yeah. There's always – I feel like – a lot there's a lot of iconic like places that you want to see and do and ride in mopeds like mm-hmm. being like in new york city with upjet and all the clubs up there and like coming through times square on a moped is like epic dude like mm-hmm. like seattle crossing the i mean not seattle fucking san francisco you're crossing the golden gate bridge like all these like there's so many places that are just like dude that was like epic like oh yeah you're in New Orleans, you through, like, you know, you, you go through some, like, you know, Bourbon Street, like, you know, you're just like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, stuff like that is cool. So it's like, there's definitely, like, tourist attractions in mopeds that are like, yeah, they're tourist traps, but you're also on mopeds, so it's twice the fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that's like when I when I rode in that Black Pipes rally, we rode through downtown Cleveland, we saw, you know, we saw some iconic places, and it was just... It was just a fantastic ride. So, yeah, they have, like, come the see all the fun. They have the world's like biggest chandelier or something. Yeah, yeah, we rode right under that. I posted pictures of that on my Instagram. So my Instagram's full of moped stuff. 
Hell yeah. Well, tell everyone where they can find you on Instagram. Yeah, my uh, my Instagram is uh, heart of a bear sixty six. So heart of a bear six six with underscores between heart of a bear and sixty six. So come find me, and you will see moped disc golf and other content. Hell yeah! And once again, guys, hit up the the thread on Moped Army and you know check out the ride. Like you're not doing anything in November. Why do I know that? Because no one else is doing anything in November. Like <laughs> this is it. <laughs> nothing, that's right there's nothing else happening so show up come freeze with me <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i'll be sure to bring lots of clothes dude my extra warm sure. socks bring my boots like like we've ridden we were at your at enrichment i know what's up dude i'm ready <laughs> yeah you got this hell yeah dude all right well <laughs> let's wrap it up man because you like though this episode was short if you guys before this or after this had checked out the uh voicemail for a podcast 200 like raffle prize stuff like that went for a long time like so together you have a nice long podcast so i don't yeah. like <laughs> keep it going too long but dude thank you very much for hanging out and coming on i appreciate it yeah no it was a big honor to be able to uh to be on the show with you a long time listener i actually have one of your hoodies the minty maxi hoodie nice. i have um because i was all over that and that's that's been a good, like uh, a good, like moped advertisement too. Cause I'll wear that going to the mall or something. He's like, Oh, you're in the moped. Like, yeah. Yeah. Come ride with me. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that, and this and that, that, yeah, that MK two green. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it, dude. Well, hell yeah. We're gonna wrap it up. Dude. Thank you for, for coming on again and I'll watch you later, dude. I'll, I'll post this episode tomorrow and I'll tag your Instagram and I'll, I'll try to put uh, the link to the moped army thread too. Yeah, stellar, man. As much as I don't want to, I suppose I'll listen to myself on here. Uh, you don't have to if you don't want to. I try not to anymore. <laughs> I, I believe it. <laughs> I appreciate it, though. I, I don't remember anything embarrassing that I said. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was there was a long run of dick jokes for a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. That's all right. Uh, all right, sick, man. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to you later, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you. Have a good one. All right, cool. Bye. Bye. That's another one, dude. Bites of Dust, episode 201 of the Moped Money podcast with Craig from Borough Mopeds. Cool. Like like he learned from this, dude. It doesn't take many. If you got two people, three people, and you want to start a club in your ear and try to like do the thing and grow your scene and become like a part of the bigger moped culture, go for it. And it doesn't take much to like host an event like you don't need to throw some three-day rally you don't need to throw some four-day rally you don't even need a raffle bike like you know throw a ride could be one day people come in the morning they ride you don't even gotta feed them people got money we're adults you know we'll, we'll go to the fucking corner store and buy like our own little hot dogs or whatever like it's it's easy make it happen <sighs> all right cool so I'm going to go and throw the other raffle stuff into the end of this episode. Like, we'll just put it together. And, you know, they got to listen to find out, right? There's, that's the only way to learn how you, how you win. So, I'm going to use my phone this time. Because I'm no longer on a voicemail call. So, I can do that. And be make it a little easier. Dude, there was so many things going on uh, before. I'm just like, dude, I have to, like, record this and film this and video that and i was like dude there's so much happening so cool i got the video popping uh 
I'll post it on the um, on the Instagram page, like on the stories or something like that. I'll edit it down to like you know it's important uh, bits and parts. So I got the voicemail. I got the spreadsheet. Let me blow this thing up here for the voicemails drawing. We already picked that. We had three winners. It's in the other episode. You gotta listen to that to find out. So if you had a voicemail, listen to that other episode. Sorry. Uh, and this one, we're gonna do the emails, and we're gonna do the Instagram challenge and the iTunes review. So three things, really easy. A couple prizes for the email drawing. First prize we're gonna draw is gonna be for the two hundred dollar gift card for Dose Cycles, and then we're gonna be doing the Moped Rich spot in next year's calendar and then after that we're going to be combined actually not not after during we're combining the moped rich spot with the moped seat dude seat which also comes with two covers so you have to pay for shipping and all that yeah so you know if your seat is trash and falling apart like here's your chance and if you got a, a homie or a homegirl who's in your circle and they got a shitty seat and it's something Moped CT already has a cover for. Hook them up, dude. Spread the love. Don't hog it to yourself. So here we go. Uh, back to the email spreadsheet. Let me turn the camera around. This is a spreadsheet from the emails. It goes down to 36. We got 36 entries for the email. So yeah, here we go. I'm going to head over here to random generator. I'm going to put it on 50 so you can see that it is legit. I'm going to hit generate 1 through 50. I got 10. I'm going to hit it again. 1 through 50. I got 47. So you see it works. It's accurate. It's legit. It's random as shit. So I'm going 1 through 36. 1 through 36. I'm going to hit generate. I mean, this is for the $200 dose gift card. Let's see what's up. 25. Bam, come back to the spreadsheet, give a little scroll. Joe, Joe Shimkits. That's it. Oh, shit, yeah. And he's got two sick builds going, too, which I've actually, he sent us pictures of it. I'm not going to go into the email and pull all the shit up and show it to you, but he's got this, like, sick, like, Vespa, like, uh, dirt cross build going, which, like, you know, if you're listening to the podcast episodes in the last, like, I don't know, 50 or something, I probably mentioned it at least once or twice. Then I'm in dirt pads and all for a shit, and it's tight. So I'm going to put that down for winter. And that's uh, $200 to dose cycles. <laughs> and also in the game, um, if he wins another time, if it randomly does his name again, I will move on and skip it. <laughs> No, no double ups, dude. No double ups. We gotta spread the love. Like I know, uh, this isn't like a, a moped army raffle where like <laughs> you, someone always wins twice. Like it's always it's always unavoidable. It always happens. So we're going back to random generator, and we're just gonna hit the button again. And this one's gonna be for the seat dude and for a spot in Moped Rich's calendar next year. Here we go. Seven. Let's come back to the spreadsheet. Scroll up. Angie Garcia. So there you go, dude. That's it. I'm going to send emails to the winners. This is for Moped Sea Dude and Moped Rich. Bam.
All right. Bam. Let's see what else we got next here. Back to the spreadsheet. We're going to go to IG messages. Lots of ads here. We got 35 entries from the IG, the Instagrams. And this is like great fucking like chances here, man. Like if you participated, you got great chances to win. Like out of all these things that we were doing, there's like, I don't know. If you blew it, you blew it. Uh, what's the prize for this? I want to say it's a hundred dollars to treat land. Let's double check. Uh, Instagram challenge. We're doing a hundred dollar treat land gift card. So I will hit you up on IG through your at, send your private message, and I will give you your uh, Treatland code. So check it out. We got 35 entries on the gram. So I'll put it on 50 so you can see it's legit that I'm not making it up. I'll hit generate. 15. I'll do it again. 1 through 50. 42. It's legit. It's happening. It's real. I'm going to put it on 35. Double check the spreadsheet. Make sure that I'm telling the truth here. Yep. 1 through 35. Come back to random. 1 through 35. Generate. 32. Oh, man. We'll come back over here. We'll scroll it down. 32. Moped Daddies. I want to say that's um, because I saved the ads, so I was like, ah. But I want to say that's fucking dirty burning broads. I think that I think that's correct. But anyway, I'm gonna put winner beside it. Winner. This is a moped seat dude. And no, and no, this is the Treatland gift card. Hundred dollars. Hundred to Treatland gift card. All right, now we get the iTunes reviews. This one gets a little tricky because not everyone put their names on theirs. So, so yeah, this one is going to be a little tricky. These are the names they put, if you can see on the phone. And, you know, it's only, it's only nine. Only nine people went to iTunes, took the time to go to iTunes and give us a five-star review and put in their name in the, in the fucking bucket, dude. Name in the hat. So they got a great chance. <laughs> one out of nine. Like, if you blew it on that, man, that was an easy one. This is for a hundred dollar treat card. I mean Treatland gift card too. So double check the prize, make sure I'm not lying about that. Bam. iTunes, hundred dollar gift card. That's what it says. That's what it is. Again, I'll put it on fifty. You can see it's real. I'm not making it up. Generate fifteen. I hit it again. Generate twenty-nine. So we know it's working. I'll put this on nine because it's one through nine. Double check. One through nine. Bam. It's legit. And I'll come back over here. One through nine. And I'll hit generate. Let's see it. Five. Come back over. Five. Decons. So homie from Decons is the winner of the $100 gift card to Treatland. Winner. Got it down. All right, cool. Uh, I'll like edit that up a little bit so you can. I'll put it on iTunes Story so people can see it. And yeah, that'll be that. Easy enough. So yeah, cool. I'm gonna close this now. Later. Bye. And that's it, dude.
thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Episode 201 is in the books. Here's to another 200 if I can make it that long. Never know. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys. Fuck your car. Ride my pad. There's like so many songs about skateboarding, but none about mopeds.